0: Aha! It's me, the Kentucky Guy, and thanks for listening to this episode of the Red Pill Green News Podcast. On this episode, we'll be talking about the latest news in this big, beautiful country of ours. Yes, yes, Biden cancels remaining oil gas leases. The Alaska Mountains. Oh, man. I mean, why? Why, Sleepy Joe? Why? Why? Federal Courts biden's white house likely violated the first amendment be sure to listen to this program that has these two headlines and a whole lot more we're back baby <laughs> thanks for listening to the red bill current news podcast And welcome to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Yeah, we're back, baby. My name is the Kentucky Guy. I am your host, the truth seeker, the award-winning author. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. I know it's been a little bit. It has. I've been under the weather. Things have happened beyond my control. I really do apologize. We are going to do everything to get back on track. Uh, and that's why we're having a special recording today. Yeah, so if this is your first time listening to the show, be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button. No matter which platform you're listening to us on, we are still on 73 different audio platforms, including Spotify, Apple iTunes, Amazon Music, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and the list goes on. Also for you sports fans, and wrestling fans, I still co-host against the mat wrestling podcast with Donnie Cage. We put out two episodes a week there. We talk about pro wrestling, past, present, and future. Also, if you'd ever like to be a guest on this show, because sometimes we do have guests, you can always email. Or if you have any questions for me, I do appreciate the concerns. I don't appreciate the email <laughs> the emails uh, that are uh, that are. Well, you know who you are. Stop that. Come on, man. We're we're one big we're one big family here. We don't we don't uh you know, I, I if I don't do if I don't do a show or if I don't do a couple shows, I'm sick. <laughs> Something's wrong. I am not being lazy. I promise. Uh, you punk. You got an email coming back to you, sir. <laughs> you know who you are. Anyways, you can always email us at ol kentucky, O-Kentucky, 99 at yahoo.com. That's O-L, Kentucky spelled out, 99 at yahoo.com. Also in the description below, you can click on our social media links as well as our merch links and so forth. So be sure to check that out. There's some pretty cool stuff down there as well. All right, folks, so I'm excited. We have a whole lot of news to talk about. And we got a lot of headlines. Uh, we'll do our best to, I'm going to probably, man, these guys have been working their butts off for me. Uh, I'm probably going to have to jump around. There's no way it would take five hours to do all these. Yeah, so I'm going to jump around just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. All right, so let's get into this. Here we go. First headline of this show. Yeah, U.S. threatens new sanctions over Putin-Kim arms deal. Okay. He's... Yeah, they're scared of you, sleepy Joe. Uh, the transfer of arms from North Korea to Russia would be in violation of multiple United Nations Security Council resolutions. The U.S. State Department said on Monday ahead of a summit between... President Vladimir Putin and North Korea leader Kim Jong-un. Quote, We, of course, have aggressively enforced our sanctions against entities that fund Russia's war effort and we will continue to enforce those sanctions and will not hesitate to impose new sanctions appropriately. (laughs) Says State Department spokesperson, Matthew Miller. Okay, so... Can we just be honest right now and say that everything we've done to prevent the war in Russia and in Ukraine, we have failed miserably at it. Can we just admit that? And can we also admit that sanctions do not work? Do not work. They haven't worked. Don't get me wrong. I'm not anti-sanctions. Because I think there's a way you can play your cards and do it the right way and and enforce some and get countries to change their mind on certain things. But not when they're already heavily invested in a war. Come on, Sleepy Joe. Drink a little bit of warm milk. Come up with something better, okay? Please, for the love of God. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Next headline. Yeah, Sleepy Joe. (laughs) Pennsylvania. High schoolers stage walkout over transgender restroom policy. Sickening, 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 sickening. Good job, folks. Good jobs, high schoolers. The safety of females is so important that these student, students that stood out, that stood out, that walked out, they are to be commended. They have courage and they have exercised their First Amendment rights. This is about protecting our children and our privacy and boys and girls. It's simple biology, says a student mother. Numerous students from Pennsylvania's Procommon Valley School District exited their classrooms on Friday. This mass walkout was a response to the local school board's decision not to implement a policy that would mandate transgender students to use restrooms that align with their biological sex. Oh, yeah. So let's grown men or let boys go in there and, and pee with the little girl. Oh, God. Yeah. Shoo. Uh, Calm down, Kentucky guy. All right. John Odo, who organized the walkout, stated that kids were upset. Girls, we want to protect them. They were upset. They didn't want men in their bathrooms. Odo's mother, Stephanie, Stephanie claimed that the district focuses solely on the rights of transgender students without considering the broader context. Right. What about everybody else's sons and daughters? Huh? Huh? Just because Jim got up, decides he wants to be Mary Poppins today. Why does he have more rights than Sally? Who wants to remain Sally. Explain it to me please. I don't get it. The safety of females is so important. Uh, Why is that on there again? (laughs) Sorry. Crazy how they do this. Uh, Following a social media post. By local father Tim Jagger. Who shared that his daughter felt. Too upset and emotionally disturbed. To enter school restrooms. Due to an alleged. Incident involving a transgender student uh, proposed policy 720 was introduced with allowing biologically male students into women's restrooms. She emphasized the need for changes to ensure the safety and comfort of the girls. There needs to be some changes. It's just uncomfortable. Seeing a 19-year-old man, wow, or an 18-year-old man in the bathroom with little girls, wow, What in the world is going on in Pennsylvania? I mean, this is... Let's hear it from a guy. Brandon Emery, another student, mentioned that the district hasn't detailed their approach to implementing the policy. He expressed the sentiment that many students feel their concerns aren't being acknowledged. Quote, it makes me feel as if it's me and my sister and the rest of us students Rights are now compromised and not a priority to this school whatsoever, Brandon stated. Well, Brandon, guess what? You're right. That's what it sounds like to me. The school board, is what they're doing is they're making these policies without taking into any consideration how these policies are going to affect the students and how uncomfortable it is just to be a teenager in general. You guys remember those awkward stages? Right? When you're a teenager and you're, and you're going, you know, your hormones and uh, uh, some days, you, you know, you look in the mirror and you're like, yeah, man, I'm awesome. And then the next, you know, it, it, 10 minutes later, you're like, oh, God, I'm so gross. You, you know, I mean, that, that's what teenagers do. We've all done it. You're already there in that awkward period. And now you got to share your bathroom with someone by the opposite sex. Now, little girls, when they're in their peeing or doing their makeup, and some guy comes in there dressed like Sally and takes a dump, you know guys' dumps smell worse than girls, he's going to run every girl out of there. It's going to make them sick. They're going to be in the hallways throwing up. Disgusting. That's all I got to say about that. Next headline, please. The next one. Biden cancels. Remaining ANWR oil and gas leases, the Alaska Mountains, in the background of a bright American flag. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's created millions of jobs, Kentucky guy. Come on. He hasn't created nothing. He backfilled all the jobs that were lost during COVID and the lockdowns. And he tries to take credit for that he's making new jobs. That's not making new jobs. That's backfilling. But he thinks that we're so stupid. Yo, party on, party on, Wayne. He thinks we're so stupid, we don't see what he's done. He's the smartest guy ever. You know, I used to think Barack Obama was the most pompous, arrogant jerk in the world. I have to say, Biden has surpassed him. And Obama is number two now. The pump, uh, man. Joe, go get lost in the crowd somewhere, will you? Come on. And an aggressive move that angered Republicans. It didn't just anger Republicans. I love how they put this in here. It didn't just anger Republicans. It angered these freaking workers. It angered American citizens who actually care about America, who actually want cheaper gas prices, want and income coming in, and to go to work every day. This is who it angered. The Biden administration canceled the seven remaining oil and gas leases in Alaska's Arctic National Wildlife Refuge on Wednesday. Overturning sales held in the Trump administration's uh, winding days and proposed stronger protections against development on vast, swaths of the National Petroleum Reserve in Alaska. The Department of Interior's uh, scraping of the leases comes after the Biden administration disappointed environmental groups (laughs) earlier this year by approving the Willow Oil Project in the Petroleum Reserve. Okay, Willow Oil. Oh, my God. Okay, listen to me you environmental stupid people in these groups. All right. And I really, I mean, go save your environment. I don't care. Go do what you got to do. But, but if Biden wouldn't have done this oil and he didn't do it freely, but if he would not have done the willow oil project, you would be paying six to $7 a gallon for gas right now, right now. Once again, can't believe I haven't said this yet on the show. It, don't take my word for anything. Don't take anybody's word for anything. For the love of God, don't take mainstream media news uh, word for anything. Do your own research. So the massive project by Conical Phillips, Alaska, that could produce up to 180,000 barrels of oil a day on Alaska Petroleum-rich North Slope protections are proposed for more than uh, 20,000 square miles of land in a reserve in western arctica some critics who said the approval of willow flew in the face of biden's pledges to address climate control looted wednesday's announcement look once again you little environmental people look man you cannot do it all at once okay i get what you want I get it. I get it. I can see it. I don't agree with it. I get it. I don't think we have anything to worry about on our environment. I'm just going to be honest with you. If we keep going right now the way we're going, right, in a hundred thousand years, and this come out of John Kerry's mouth, in a hundred no, I'm not a hundred thousand. A hundred years, the ocean will will ex, uh, exceed or no decrease. One mile. What? First of all, Mr. Carey, you're not even going to be here in 100 years. So why do you care? One mile. Two miles. What? What are we doing here? What are we talking about? Well, seriously, what are we talking about? I, I just, uh... It amazes me. First of all... They talk about carbon footprint. Here's what I want you to do. Get off Google. Go to DuckDuckGo. Go to one of these other browsers. I don't care which one. Find out the true meaning of carbon footprint. Then I want you to find out the true numbers on how it actually hurts the environment. You're going to be shocked. You're going to be shocked shock shock so you know this uh, there is no climate cri- man this climate crisis that they keep yelling about this is to scare you to get votes this is to get money and not say where the money's going to or or where it's ending up kind of like your ukraine money you know the biden administration also announced proposed rules aimed at providing stronger protections against new leasing and development in portions of the National Petroleum Reserve Alaska that are designated as special areas for their wildlife, substance, uh, scenic, and other values. The proposal still must go through the public comment, but was not expected to be affected by the proposed ruling. Man, why? I don't know. You know, you've got these people. Even the Democrats in Alaska are... You know, like Senator Dan Sullivan, Uh, he's a Republican out of Alaska. He denounced Biden's actions as the latest folly in what he called a war on Alaska. And, you know, it's possible. I mean, they don't have Sarah Payton, so why does he hate Alaska? I I don't understand. I don't get it. Two other leases that were issued as a part of the first of its kind sell for the refuge in January 2020 were previously given up by the small companies that held them amid legal wranglings and uncertainty over the drilling progress. All right. I mean, i, I that's a lot of information, I know, to, to absorber once. But, I mean, it keeps getting worse every year. I've got the dates here in front of me. All right. Let's move on. I think we've spent enough time on this headline. What the you? Yeah. Okay. All right, let's move on. Next headline, please. Yeah. Federal court says the Biden White House likely violated the First Amendment. No kidding. All right. A federal appeals court ruled that the Biden administration likely violated America's First Amendment rights when it worked to censor speech during the COVID-19 pandemic. In the Friday decision, the United States Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals said the White House Surgeon General Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the Federal Bureau of Investigations improperly commandeered speech. Quote, we find that the White House acting in concert with the Surgeon General's office likely coerced the platforms to make their moderation decisions and significantly encouraged. The platform's decision, the three judge panel wrote. We find that the FBI, too, like, of course they did, likely coerced the platforms into moderating content and encouraged them to do so by effecting changes to their moderation policies, both in violation of the First Amendment, it added. The decision modifies a lower court preliminary injunction which prohibited a wide-ranging group of government officials from coercing social media platforms to take down or limit posts on their website. While agreeing with the, with much of the lower court's premises, the new order limits the scope of the restrictions imposed on the groups if founded culpable, the White House Surgeon General, CDC, and FBI. The Fifth Circuit Court had previously temporary blocked the injunction issued by Judge Terry A. Daltry of the Federal District Court in Western Louisiana. Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey and the former State Attorney General Eric Schmidt, who initiated the lawsuit and is now a U.S. Senator, commended the decision shortly after it was announced. Because of Missouri versus Biden, the federal government is prohibited yet again, from colluding with social media giants to censor free speech, freedom of the speech online. A White House spokesman told the Washington Post that the administration was reviewing the decision and evaluating its office options. You don't have any options, uh, Sleepy Joe? You don't have any options. Here's your two options, okay? Do I want cold milk or warm milk tonight before I go to sleep? Mm -mm -mm -mm. All right, so... An appeal of the order would bring, no, no, no. Here's what the White House spokesman said. Sorry, quote, our uh, consistent view remains that social media platforms have a critical responsibility to take account of the effects their platforms are having on the American people. But make independent choices about the information they present, the spokesperson said, shut up. All you do is talk in circles. An appeal of the order would bring the debate before the Supreme Court, which is already slated to take up lower court rulings over social media laws later this year. Yeah, that pretty much speaks for itself, right? I mean, Joe, how many fires? How many fires, buddy, do we start before we before we're like, yeah, you know, maybe i ought to just chill out just a little bit. Just a little bit. I want to chill out just a little bit because, uh, you know, I can't handle all this stuff once. I can't get my naps in on time. People keep calling, you know. Baby boy's all over the news, and, you know, he's the smartest guy I know. And I don't know who this big guy is that gets 10%. It ain't me. I swear it ain't. It ain't me. It is not me, Joe Biden. Uh-huh. No. No. <sighs> all right. Next headline, please. <laughs> New York Representative Teeny, quote, Disgraceful, Biden not at the New York City 911 observations. I told you we were behind. I got sick. <laughs> GOP New York Representative Teeny on Monday blasted President Joe Biden for skipping attendance at the 911 memorial, 9 memorial observance in New York City, Shanksville, PA, or Arlington, Virginia, on the 22nd anniversary of the deadliest terror attack in U.S. history. In an interview, Tower in the Biden's uh, planned 9-11 speech at a military base in Alaska as he returns from the G-20 summit in India. Quote, I just think it's disgraceful that he's not honoring what happened there, especially in light of what's going on with the, uh, the migrant situation in New York City. Tina said, we're not remembering what happened and why we need to secure our nation, she added. We want orderly migration, but we want to have, we want to make sure people coming here live up to the promise that is America. Tina charged the Biden administration is denying the reality of what happened to this country and the amazing comeback that Americans had after that day. How will we become united? Come back from this horrible, how will, that's a good question. Are we ever going to be able to come back united in a, with this horrible situation continuing to linger over us? I think that's a that's the best question I've read in a while. That's a valid question right there. And I don't have the answer for it. Do you? If you do, you're, you're much smarter than I am. You're much, because I don't know what the heck is going on anymore. I really don't. Yes, I still have sources that tell me this is happening, this is happening. And you know what I say? I don't care. You can tell me all you want to tell me. It's time to pony up. and Man, we're almost to 2024. Don't be giving me none of this baloney anymore. All right? Because I'm switching over to Turkey and I want to know when. I want solid evidence solid proof that you're doing something. And I'm talking to you too, Trump. Man, I mean, what is going on here? How much more do it's it's hard to live in this country right now. It is. I don't care if you're making really, really good money or, you know, you're barely getting by. It's hard to make it in this country right now. I'm not talking about financially. It's it, it just, it, it, uh, it's crazy. You know, that's how come this Oliver Anthony guy, right? Let's talk about him for just a second. Oliver Anthony is just a man. He's, he's, he's <laughs> he wrote this song called, what is it called? called something Richmond, uh, Richmond, North, North Richmond, Let's see here. Let's see. He is, yeah, Richmond, north of Richmond. So, basically, what this guy is, is this guy, 30 days prior to this, this old boy was having a mental breakdown. He was. He, he, uh, he, he went on Joe Rogan and heard his story. I heard his story. Pretty compelling, man. I mean, he, he pretty much, uh, he got in trouble. He got in trouble, uh, you know, not, not by the law, but in his heart. And he got down and uh, he turned everything over to God uh, in his words. And here's the thing. So that's it, right? So he was smoking weed. He was drinking, cussing. He doesn't do any of that anymore. He made a promise to God that he'll live the rest of his life, the second half, he calls it, for him. Giving him the glory and honor, right? That's great. That's what it takes. From the heart. That's what it takes. Now, if you fast forward 30 days, this guy made it. wrote this song. He's got a bunch of songs. But he wrote this song. And this song I, I and you know, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. If you haven't watched if you haven't heard it or watched his video yet, and, and the video is not you know what it is? All of his songs are this way. It's him, and a guitar. In his backyard in West Virginia. That's it. That's what it is. That's what it is. And man, with no, with no uh, amplifiers or microphones or you know all that stuff that it takes. You wouldn't believe how good this sounds. Really. I, I was I was deeply impressed. Oliver Anthony is his name. Anyways, this song. He's an ind- he was an independent artist, and this song went to number Rich Men North of Richmond. It shot to number one on the Hot 100 Billboard chart. Yeah, two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row, he turned down an $8 million uh, contract because he just didn't trust the company. He just didn't trust it. He doesn't trust the music business. However, just a couple days ago, he found out he did sign on with a talent agency. And it had to be somebody they trusted because I think the same talent agency that uh, handles Joe Rogan. And I know he's been hanging around Joe Rogan and, uh, quite a bit. So, and Peterson as well out of Canada. So I just, you know, he's one of those examples, folks. Now he's got number ones. Oh, by the way, he's playing concerts all over the place. Uh, he was just in, uh, Virginia. Now he's, he's headed to Missouri. Uh, it's all over the place. And just a year, or uh, not a year, just 30 days ago, he was in his truck, bawling his eyes out, not knowing what he was going to do to change his life, what it would take. God changed his life. That's the message I'm trying to get, if you haven't figured it out yet. God changed his life. Yes, he had to do, yes, he had to do stuff on his own, absolutely. He had to ask him to change it. He had to come willing from the heart for him to change it, but God is the one that deserves all the glory and honor for the song, for it, for going viral, for every bit of it, because He's the one. He's the one who made it happen. So, and I'm so I am so happy for him because uh, you know he deserves it. He deserves it, and uh, you know I I just. I don't know, man. I-, I wish that we had more stories like that, I guess. More positive stories. Oh, yeah. By the way, the social media, like the mainstream media. Oh, they come after them. They come after them hard. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, if you're wondering. Yeah. No, they don't. They didn't just say, oh, who's this guy? Nobody. No. No, no, no. Nope. They're not going to do that. And they really, really, really. They, they just tick me off. So if he was if he was horrible, right? If he was bad, a bad singer, and the song the song resonates with America man. I mean let's be honest about it. It does. It resonates. And that's why it was number one. And I just don't understand well I do understand. We, we've got to get down to electing the right people right from the very, very beginning. And that starts with what? The Board of Education. Pennsylvania, one of our headlines. So, you just, uh, they just, uh, it, it, it's a never-changing thing. It really isn't. It, every, everybody has their own opinion. And sorry, I, I am sorry. I just got an email, and it kind of threw me off there. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I can't get anything past you guys. You guys knew. You guys knew something was going on. You know it. You know it. So a couple funny things. Oh Biden, he was on that uh, Hano, Hanoi Hanoe press conference, and just like at the end, like. You know, when he was in, uh, Vietnam, <laughs> it was the cap off the G20 summit, uh, in New Delhi, sorry, in New Delhi. Uh, yeah, he just made the announcement in front of God and everybody and on right, right there in front of the cameras. Yeah. I'm going to bed. Uh, they actually, the press aides ended the conference right after that to, well, I guess to get them off stage and take them to bed. Uh man, that's so funny. I mean, right it, what, what let's see here. He spoke for twenty minutes that night. That's it. <laughs> I'm going to bed. he He spoke for twenty minutes that night. and man, it was the worst 20 minutes ever. He mentioned John Wayne, cowboys and Indians, dog faced pony soldiers. I mean, it was all bizarre. Such as, like, uh, even more frightening than a than a nuclear war, is global warming going above 1.5 degrees in the next 20 to 10 years. You're not going to be alive in 20 10 years, bud. Why do you care? Biden, at t- end of the press conference, said, "But I'll tell you what. I don't know about you. I'm going to bed." Oh man. You know, I mean. Sh- he was asked and he was asked during this 20 minutes uh, about his uh, meeting with uh, Lee, Chinese Prime Minister Lee. You're going to love this response, right? Biden's response saying, we talked about what we talked about at the conference overall. We talked about stability. We talked about making sure that that third world, the excuse me, the third world, the, 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 the. And by the way, this is quote. This is exactly how this conversation went. Uh, the, the, the 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 southern hemisphere had access to change it. Had access. We. It wasn't confrontational at all. He came up to me. He said, "Yeah." <laughs> and then his spokesman come up, cut him off, speaking over the speaker, saying, "Thank you, thank you, everyone, thank you." Thank you, Biden responded, seemingly confused. Well, I mean, you got to get his milk to him earlier in his baba blanket. Get it to him. Now, I know we're out of time. I know we're out of time. But there is a bombshell going on right now. I, I cannot believe that nobody's talking about it besides Tucker Carlson. I'm just going to throw this out there. That way you know what the topic is for our next show. But did you know that the media ignored allegations and there was actually a witness that came up of Obama's pre-campaign drug use, narcotic use, and homosexual relations? (gasps) What? Wait a minute now, duck guy. Oh, whoa. now if I go back on your show about a year or so, I listened to a couple episodes. I remember you mentioned this already. You said that he was gay and Michelle Obama was really Mike, and everybody laid into you like, like I don't know what. Why are you going to do this to yourself again? Because I had proof this time. <gasps> I had proof. Irre- irrefutable proof, by the way irrefutable truth there you go folks that's all the time we do have you've been listening to (laughs) amazing i mean i'll i'll go over everything on the next episode you've been listening to the red pill current news podcast with your host with the most the kentucky guy as always folks thank you so much for tuning in god bless and god bless america